You're listening to the Short Shift Podcast, proud member of the Black and Gold Podcast Network. You can support the show by leaving a comment and five-star rating on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Player FM, Google Podcasts, or any of your favorite podcast platforms. Cynically acclaimed, incredibly online. And now your hosts, Thomas Nystrom, Andrew Johnson, and Ian Bonner. Enjoy the show. Hi, folks. Another episode of the Short Shift Podcast. This is Thomas Nystrom. I've got Ian Bonner, my number two co-host, and Andrew Johnson, the number <laughs> number three. Boys, how are we feeling? It's been a good week and a couple of days off trying to recoup. Ian, just before the show, uh, told me he didn't quite get as much sleep as he normally would, despite not having to do a late-night, low-quality episode, but... Ian, I'm going to start with you. Where's your head at right now? Well, I, I just I want to talk about just how dominant and incredible my recent run of predictions has been. <laughs> just I, I think I've won five of six at this point. Something like it, that. Like, it's just insane. God, try not to break your own neck, sucking your own dick there. Dude, Never I will. wish. Anyway. Never uh, will. <laughs> There's a reason, though, and I w- I'm going to let you guys in to make it a little more fair. I'm going to let it let you guys into my mind as to why my predictions are so good. You have so a theory? Good. There's a theory. I have a theory. There's okay. a theory. theory. All right. We'll get some science up in this bitch. The NHL sits down at the poker table and they have a tell. They have a massive tell. The tell is that no one can beat the fucking Boston Bruins. <laughs> That's the tell. Do you know how much easier predictions are when you just predict the same team to win every time, and they do? <laughs> Why are we... If you look at all of our predictions over the past, like, six weeks, all of us are so close. Mm-hmm. Like, we've had multiple double dubs. Mm-hmm. Like, the double dubs have been coming way faster than usual. Mm-hmm. Is it us getting better at it? That doesn't feel likely. Right? us understanding hockey more no Mm -hmm. that couldn't be it it's just we all are like yeah the Bruins are gonna win that game and then they do and then the score can only be between a couple different things we keep scoring four goals a game the other team keeps scoring one everyone do four one for every game double dub win yeah there it is I actually did have somebody try to help me out um, on the predictions because they they took pity on me and they Mm. said just predict everything four to two that is the not fun way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and, and it, it happened for a couple of weeks and then I strayed from it. And you know, what's funny if I did that this week, if I did that this past week, I probably, I would have won. Yeah. I think you would have. Yep. So shout out to Jim and Brian burst and bloom and marshy nose nose on the discord for trying to help me out and me just ignoring them when it didn't work for one measly week. But you yeah, wouldn't no, be you, you if you hadn't yeah. done that. Say that again. <laughs> You wouldn't be you if you hadn't done that. Like, that's what makes you special, buddy. That's what that's that's what all my teachers said in high school. It, but this team is also special. 3-0 and on a Western trip, which, yeah, the, the West Coast wasn't. It used to be more intimidating, let's be mm-hmm. honest. Well, uh, the travel is always going to be a thing. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Even if the teams are, like, not great quality, which right now they're not, obviously. We beat 
two good or two mediocre teams and and one decent team, I guess. But, kids, but it's the, the travel. Kids are in it's second place in the Pacific. No, but you know what I mean. Like San Jose is trash. Yeah, Anaheim is trash. Anaheim is so bad. Kings Anaheim's might, beyond are trash. Are they the worst team in? Yeah, are they the worst team in hockey? Second right there. Yeah, right there. Yeah, yeah. And that's and and that's debatable. Mm-hmm. You could make an argument either way. And the Kings are decent. The Kings are a good team. They beat us the first time around. They did not come close to beating us the second time around. Mm-hmm. It wasn't. It wasn't as close as even the score showed. Right. I do not believe in the Kings. No. I don't believe in the Kings. They have 24 wins on the year. They have 20 losses, except six of them are in overtime. Yeah. Good for them. Yeah. They barely win more than they lose. Loser point merchant. Yeah. Just, I, I don't believe in the Kings. I think they're bullshit. So when they win the cup in like five months. Yeah. Shut <laughs> like that's... up. <laughs> I mean, Dustin Brown's not going to be walking through that door for them to be. Fair. Oh, my God. They're dog shit. And co- they don't deserve Copley to be great. And mm. they're just so stupid. That team's so stupid. They're pissing me off is what they're doing. If we I will say if we did. If we went Ducks. Then San Jose, then the Kings on the second half of back to back. I think there's a real chance we lose that Kings game yeah. at that point. Because then the exhaustion's really taken. The in. schedule lined up nicely for us. Yeah. Considering you're on the West Coast. Sure did. The travel did. alone was probably the, the biggest uh, opponent that we had. And it didn't matter. Six game to five. Yeah. 16, 16 to five. We outscored the, the competition. 16 to five. The biggest, the, the, the team that gave us the best challenge was probably San Jose. You don't think it was the Ducks? Yeah. You don't think it was the Ducks that gave us the, They hung around for 32 minutes. They really... Yeah. They went uh, there, there. I believe it was Scott McLaughlin on Twitter, uh, speaking of the Ducks, um, uh, said that Trevor Zegris gives my dad's a lawyer energy. <laughs> That's, That's not a compliment. Yeah. <laughs> and um, after watching after watching and re-watching what the hell happened between him and Frederick, I get, I get it. Yeah. Skated by him and called him a fucking bitch. Scoreboard, buddy. Well, standings, that, buddy. Yeah. There it is. Standings is a good one. Yeah, standings is always. <laughs> Ulti- that's. I mean, that's the ultimate way to get back at somebody is point to the scoreboard, point to the standings. Yeah. Yep. But yeah. Uh, pasta. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> there was like what, like a week of kind of mediocre play out of him. Mm-hmm. Around the Winter Classic, he he didn't have a great classic, mm-hmm. and then he goes to the West Coast immediately after the classic, and he fucking explodes for seven goals. He shat on him. Yeah, he, he could have been eight too, but <laughs> yeah, when Marchand tried to force that empty netter to him, but mm-hmm. he was in no position to make a play there. Yeah, that's that, that's that, that's that being a good teammate by Marshy. You know, oh, I loved it. I didn't. It wasn't a necessary goal, anyways. Like I'd yeah. be exactly, it didn't. I'd be screaming if that goal actually mattered, but. Yeah, uh, we scored right. a number of goals that didn't really matter uh, on this trip. Yeah. yeah. It's almost like they were doing it on accident. When Coyle buried that, was he the sixth or the seventh? He was the seventh one. That okay. was the one that went off of went off the back of Gibson. Yeah. So by the way, he, is Gibson that bad or No, I mean, we had prime chances all game. I mean, Gibson yeah. wasn't good, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But when he dunked that in behind Gibson, he literally just turned and went, I can't believe that worked. <laughs> like, you look yeah, at him and yeah. like, yeah, all right. I, yeah. I, I just, oh my God. I could not. Uh, very specific shade. Simon Benoit is the worst defenseman I've seen play in the NHL in about seven years. That defensive play 
where he's at the front of the net. And I believe it was the two nothing goal. And he just kind of does a little wand wave. <laughs> I think Ooh. it was on crazy. <laughs> it was like just an utter disinterest or inability to garner any sort of body position. <laughs> just, just, it, it just, it's an encapsulation of how bad this team is and how, and even Wilder wing, I'm sorry, man. Like, how do you watch this every day? How do you watch this every well every third day? He watches watch it this? for Zegris and for Terry and McTavish. He watches it for the young guys. We're gonna have to do that with the Bruins the next few years. We're gonna have to watch it for the young guys. Mm -hmm. But still being a good fan. Speaking of good fans, where were they in Anaheim? Because yeah. that was a home away game. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. That was I think the loudest, that was the loudest road crowd I've heard. Did yeah. you think that Yankee suck chan at seven one? I just kiss. Yeah. Grace immediately asked me, she goes, why are they saying that? And I go, because they're all stuck out on the West coast. They don't get to say it that often. So and because they're going to take full suck. advantage. <laughs> also I was like, what the fuck are they guy? chanting? Like, yeah. No, that's, I didn't realize what they were hilarious. chanting. It's like, cause they're in California. This is a mm -hmm. hockey game. And I, 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 I it was, it was loud. Mm -hmm. It was deafening. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of Massachusetts transplants uh, living out there taking full advantage they're like this game will be airing in boston let's just fucking bust this chan out yeah <laughs> we out here how fucking hilarious was the dude who probably started that chant can you just get a mental image of what that person probably looked like the most boston motherfucker possible and probably so his achievement yeah. probably his achievement in life <laughs> yeah probably like he, he he he's gonna tell he's gonna tell his buddies that story yeah 150 times a week he's been I trying to get that chant going since the uh Gia bear days <laughs> Gia bear there's a name <laughs> i feel personally attacked because i feel like i'd be that dude to just be like hey this will be funny I'll and just that. start a yankee section yeah <laughs> yeah yeah you the, and the you know what is, you would that's you know, correct the, and, and you have to also understand that to everyone that's not a boston fan that's probably like seeing the wave at a fucking <laughs> game <laughs> where it's just like god damn it like i don't want to participate in this yeah mm -hmm. But, but if you are a Boston fan, it's like, yeah, you know what? They do suck. Mm -hmm. But that crowd was that crowd was fanatical right until the very end. Like they were loud <laughs> as hell right in the end. It's crazy. You know what? This crowd makes a really good point. Yeah. Yep. The Yankees <laughs> <Yep>. do suck. <laughs> yeah. You know what? You know, they, 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 they're very convincing, very convincing mm -hmm. speaker. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of sullies, a lot of yep. sullies. You get enough sullies in a room together. They'll convince you of anything. Yep. Good stuff. Andrew, Good. we're at the halfway point after uh, after tonight's game. We sure are. What do you think? I think this team fucks, man. <laughs> Shocking that well, you. If eyes so rolling could make a sound, if eyes rolling could make a sound, I think I made a sound while rolling. <laughs> God, I'm so over that. I mean, well, that that's nice for you. Uh, <laughs> like, what do you what do you say that hasn't already been said? There are some ridiculous stats about this team that are just as i was i was compiling them for the week and you know i kind of have help help from from the discord uh giving me some stats and i want to name a couple of them that really are catching my eye right now they've won 80 percent of their games and they've earned points in 90 percent of them so ridiculous so good <laughs> they're on pace for 140 points i would accept that I would I, if if they can if they can reach that I would be okay with it. 
I would I would also be all right. The Bruins have a 68 plus goal differential. Next highest is plus 35, the Dallas Stars. Uh This one is my favorite because fuck the Leafs. Since November 1st, the Toronto Maple Leafs have 43 of a possible 56 points. This is so good. That is a full season pace, a full 82 game pace of 127 points. Now, Ian, if your team had 127 points during a season, what do you think of that team? Well, they're a wagon. Yeah. That's good. They have 120. They have. They are pacing out to 127 points. They've lost nine standings points yeah. in that time. They've lost position. <laughs> <laughs> That's so incredible. It's when just, you sent us that that stat the other day, I was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. Isn't that? It's wild. That's when you're just running around the office, just like, "Why doesn't anybody else like hockey in this building?" I just want to tell somebody. Yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. And that's kind of what, how, how I'm feeling right now is like nobody, nobody at my new job likes hockey. And I'm just sitting there like, mm. just means no we're wants- in the wrong, we're in the wrong jobs right now. We are in the wrong jobs. We really are. They have won 32 games this year. A year, a year that where, where we had 107 points last year, we didn't reach that mark until February 28th. nobody can see this but both of my co-hosts are just standing there shaking their heads dumbfounded (laughs) just happy it's just a happy nod like patrice bergeron has played proving dad nod i'll I'll, i will describe my nod as approving dad nod yes like mm -hmm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yes that's right patrice bergeron has been on the ice for 472 minutes the bruins have allowed nine goals in the times he's on the ice this is my favorite because if you equate one minute to one shift of hockey, right, which isn't like accurate, but just for the sake of math, because mm-hmm. I don't want to do more math than this, Fuck that means man. 1.9% of the time a group of players get on the ice facing Patrice Bergeron and manage to put one in our net. Mm-hmm. Less than 2% of the time. How wild is that? Like, I just, I, I would get so dejected skating onto the ice and seeing Bergey and being like, well, I guess, we'll, what do we do? Just try not to get scored on, I guess? Yeah. Dump and dump and chase, question mark? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> now, I've seen Ian, a lot this- of people posting about, like, look, this these numbers are all skewed because we're getting elite goaltending and whatnot. But offensively, <laughs> offensively, this team is also on a historic pace. I mean, they're mm-hmm. second in the league offensively. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So while there is obviously an argument for the fact that, okay, you have the number one goal in hockey right now. Yeah, but you also have the number one, number two, number three, whatever. You have a top offense. Now, if the goaltending takes a step back, which we've been assuming at some point, he's going to kind of revert, not necessarily back to a quote-unquote bad goaltender because he's never been a bad goaltender. But can he can he can he maintain this pace? I don't fucking know. But you also have to say, okay, why has the goaltending been so good? Because he's fucking fantastic. And also, the defense in front of him hasn't been hanging him out to dry. Mm-hmm. So, it's, it's kind of twofold. If the defense plays a little bit worse, it's going to affect the goaltender. If the goaltender plays a little bit worse, it's going to affect the whole fucking team. Mm-hmm. 
Right. Yeah. So also, instead of us looking for a reason to be mad, well, if we didn't have old Omar can go, like we wouldn't be, we'd be an average team. But we don't. Just fucking enjoy the dubs right now. But also, worth saying this, I think it's important. The goalie, this is going to shock some people, is part of the team. Dude, he wears the same jersey and everything. Shit's crazy. The team. We yeah, because you have this you have Austin Matthews. Of course you score a lot of goals. Yeah. Yeah. Because you have Austin fucking Matthews who's part of the team. Yeah. Like, what is the argument here? Well, yeah, sure. Fucking the devils were good because they have Brodeur. Because mm-hmm. Brodeur was on the team. Yeah. <laughs> I think people I think people have gotten it into their heads so deeply that goaltending is such voodoo that getting goalied in up in both the positive sense and the pejorative sense makes him exempt from the team. You know what I mean? I just, does, that, does that make sense? A little voodoo. I'm not saying it's not voodoo. And I understand why analysts like don't want to buy into stuff. And yes, this guy is not going to have a nine thirty eight for the rest of his career, obviously. But to say, you don't know that. Hey, what if Omar just absolutely shits the bed and goes to an eight eighty goaltender? Like, okay. Now that's a whole different conversation. I just, I don't know. It seems silly to me when people are like, yeah, of course, because this player's playing really well. I'm like, yeah, and yeah, he's on our Yeah, because you guys all use sticks. Fucker. It's crazy. You guys use an unfair <laughs> advantage because you all have sticks. Yeah. <laughs> Which actually, the who had this really, really, really dumb theory that Bruins, the Bruins purposefully take more penalties because it makes refs want to call the other team so that they could get their really good power play on the ice. That doesn't did what? Did you see this? this that was, like was real... that was uh that was another <laughs> Micah Blake McCurdy's had a week. <laughs> was that him again? Yep. Okay, uh... so if he couldn't have been serious. No, no, okay. So first if, of all, it was on his on, let okay, me... uh, let me clarify. It was on his status. It was somebody co- commenting on one of okay, his posts. All right. uh, okay. okay. What's so dumb about that <laughs> is that's not cheating or gaming the system because you're still putting yourself at a purposeful disadvantage with the Bruins are not mm-hmm. doing this. First of all, even if they were, they're purposefully putting themselves at a disadvantage to maybe gain an advantage later. Yeah. That's, that's, some, kind of galaxy braining. that's some kind of galaxy braining. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of shit that people are twisting themselves into right now to explain away 32, four and four. People can't. I, now, was that was that coming from a Bruins fan? No, no, Leafs fan. I was gonna say because I've seen some people like there's still. Look, we, we've talked about this before, and everybody listening knows that there's some negative people out there on the internet uh, that say that they're Bruins fans, but all they do is root against the Bruins uh, in terms of like, oh, I fucking hate the front office, or I hate the coaching staff, and I hate this and I hate that. You're just there's a lot of people still looking for a reason to be mad at this team because mm-hmm. they don't know what to do with themselves watching this team be this fucking good. I don't know what to do with myself watching this team be so fucking good. Because we've seen just in the last couple weeks when the the team was slightly playing down right before uh, the Winter Classic, they go down two goals and immediately you're like, oh, fuck, here it comes. Like, this team's going to start going going downhill. Like, the the shine's off the team. And then they come back and win the fucking game 4-2. Yeah. You know, like... It's you could make an argument that to say about this team. 
you can make an argument that this team has been playing below below their standard for about a month, mm-hmm. and they're eleven zero and three in that stretch. Yeah, I still believe personally, if you replayed these forty games, that the team has twenty four wins or 25, 26, somewhere in that. They're they're still right up there at the top of the division, like competing in that sense. They're, Toronto's a lot closer. Like, this is, you don't get to 32, 4, and 4 without a little bit of puck luck, without a little bit of things going your way. Mm-hmm. That being said, this is still what this team is. Like, if we, if we had 28 wins rather than 32, we'd still be like, holy shit, this team is a wagon. Mm-hmm. We would. I think that's if you replayed all of them, you're still in that kind of ballpark. You're not at 32. Yeah. God, you're what's, not at 32. What's our worst loss this year? Senators? Probably five, Senators. seven game in October. Yeah. That's yeah. right? it's a two goal loss. Maybe the Arizona game, the four three loss. That one, no, Arizona. that one hate like that one was the most painful loss, I think, of the year. And you but can if we're talk, just an, talking you could also make worst. an argument for the Toronto game because that was right after the fucking Miller signing mm-hmm. and the team mess. had like the life sucked out of it. That was that was like the worst like three day period as a Bruins fan this year. And also for the team, like it felt like there was like self-sabotage going on and we were about to start fucking going downhill. But they almost use it as a rallying thing. We haven't had a bad loss since then, really, other than mm-hmm. Arizona. Yeah, that, that and that the worst loss of the season being Ottawa. Mm-hmm. That was a game that we came back to tie, mm-hmm. and then came back to be within one. So yep. we were still within striking distance of our worst loss of the season. They have four regulation losses. Who are they to? Ottawa, Toronto, yep, Arizona, and mm-hmm. Kings. Is it Kings? No, that wasn't no, a regulation Ottawa loss. again, right? Florida, Florida. Florida. I forgot about Florida. Yeah, that's right. Who, um, I wouldn't even consider that Florida game to be our worst loss because that had some weird penalty shit going on. Mm-hmm. That was just a weird game in general. Yeah. But no, I'd say Ottawa, but Jesus. So who cares? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, and you look at our losses and you're like, I don't care about any of it. We're these. struggling to figure out what our worst loss is and we're looking all the way back into mid-October. Well, because there's yeah. only eight to choose from and yeah. four of them were in overtime. How could they be the worst? Yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> God, I sounded uh, pretentious. Yes. <laughs> like you, <what? laughs> it was only pretentious because you you immediately flung your hair back like Fabio. Like, how could mm. that be the worst? Did you see me light a candle at the same time too? Just I just, I didn't, but I can I can tell now. <laughs> I can have absolutely imagine it. about you. I'm actually just ripping ass in my room, and I need to uh, <laughs> light a few candles. <laughs> Said it before, say it again. Tiffany's a lucky woman. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> just oh my god yeah let's move on anyway <laughs> what are we well, looking I t- at right i touched now? i touched on like what's the worst loss of the year what else do you have for your basic uh best worst most surprising most disappointing Ooh, that's like just good. being so- at the midway point i think i think it's important that we get just some of these out of the way because i feel like we've been spoiled by this team and mm-hmm. i think we need to bask in a couple of things and also point out some of the things that we'd like to see cleaned up in the second half of the year. We got to stay humble. Yeah. We still have a ton to work on. I still think this team has areas to improve. Absolutely. And this anyone team, who's this team can be better. That's what's fucking crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Makes no sense. Is, is the rest of the NHL just that much worse or did this team just flip a switch and, and all of a sudden this is a perennial fucking Stanley cup contender. <sighs> I don't know, man. Like, 
how do you make ostensibly two personnel changes and go from a decent a decent regular season team and playoff team to a nearly historic first half of a season mm-hmm. i mean it's literally a historic first half of the season yeah, yeah. it literally is there's no yeah. nearly about it like there's only one, one other team records. that's been better i think there's only one other team that's been better in a 40 game stretch mm-hmm. and they are also the bruins yeah 1930 baby yeah yeah can you imagine if if uh, Patrice Bergeron and really that first line in general for the last five years has had this kind of a bottom six production? Mm-hmm. Oh where where would it's not we, easy to find though? About? It's hard it's really to build not. a team, and it mm-hmm. almost feels like it's it's dumb luck because I didn't think that the bottom six got a lot better because it was just basically swapping out Hala for for Zaka, and that was kind of a coin flip. And that's been huge. Is this honestly. Pan out? It's, it's ended. Great. It's ended up being a massive upgrade. Yeah, yeah. Which is crazy mm-hmm. because Howell had a great fucking season last year mm-hmm. for what he is. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. Have you? Yeah. Um, it's real fun going under the Devils. Like whenever they lose a game, and you look under their Twitter and stuff, mm-hmm. and they announce the losses. Every team does. <laughs> Uh, and the fans are like, oh, I can't believe I missed Zaka. Get Howl off the top six, all this stuff. I'm like, oh, no, my boy, but also. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you mean Howl that you guys fucking booed in Nor- Newark? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Newark. 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 <laughs> Look, sometimes you got to say that the name of that city a little bit classier just to French it up a little bit. Yeah, that's a pizzazz. Make it sound better than it is. Mm-hmm. I think we already a couple episodes ago did a little bit of the most surprising and most disappointing, mm-hmm. right? I think Wait, we did, Omar yeah. is is far and away the most surprising. Yeah, yeah I Frederick, think it's even close. Frederick, I think is. I don't, I'm not Frederick's that surprised there. by Olmark. Like Omar, I, I'm surprised that it's this level. But I thought he was a very good goalie. Well, you, you have to say Frederick is the biggest surprise, mm-hmm. especially after this road trip again. Yep. I just. Uh... Jake DeBrusque isn't even that big of a surprise comparatively to, yeah. to Frederick. Because we were we were two steps away from being like, get him off the team. Actually, well, Thomas, you and I were two steps away from him, get him off the team. I was carrying was him there. to the train. Like, yeah. are you kidding me? I had him in handcuffs. <laughs> I was dragging him. You know those little carts that you put stuff on to move them? There's like, there's just mm-hmm. four fucking planks. And yeah, I had him on one of those rolling. You had him on a, you had a, you had him on a fucking pallet jack, like That's tied what, yeah. to the. We are getting rid of you, motherfucker. And he was, <laughs> he was gagged. He couldn't say anything. Mm. This is a weird image. I was going to uh, say the sound. This, yeah. the, this is this sounds a little less. Uh... <laughs> You've been taking you know inspirations for how horny the fucking Bruins Twitter has been lately. Yeah, there you go. Horny. Shout out to Dude, Hellhammer. Uh, there's, there's so many thirsty like Bruins hammer. accounts right now. It's ridiculous. It's crazy. I love it. The most disappointing for me because it goes back to last year is Nosik. I just I loved yeah. that signing so much, and it has never been what I thought it would be. No, no, no. And he's playing hurt right now. Mm-hmm. The, okay am i the only one that's like wait you're too hurt to take face-offs but you can play hand injury okay but that means you can't shoot either really that, well, that didn't stop no shit from not shooting when his hand was healthy yeah, exactly. well that's a great say, point like, if you don't shoot it doesn't matter <laughs> you make a great point you make yeah. a really great point you almost feel bad for him i wasn't there there was at one point in the uh the game the other night he had an open net and just mm. completely farted himself to death. <laughs> like, farted just, himself to death. You know exactly what I'm saying. Gassed I him do, but yeah. God. Yeah. It was, he just, uh, 
just absolutely fucking fishbowl himself. Yeah, <laughs> just lying on the ice and all over himself. <laughs> there's just a, there's just a very faint faint green cloud that's just swirling behind <laughs> around him like a fucking pig pen. Yeah. Oh god, is he injured? No, I think he's just taking a shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus. You know, oh, no, that's just no. That? Do you remember that play? I do. Yeah, I do. I do. It was like a feed across, and he had the opportunity. And, and farted himself to death. Yeah. R.I.P. <laughs> At that point, if you're Jim Montgomery, do you just go, okay, I think we need to go a different direction here. <laughs> do you want to talk about Montgomery? I absolutely do, because there's there's been a severe lack of respect on that man's name. Ian is mm-hmm. dying. <laughs> this is such a funny fucking thing. <laughs> All right, we're gonna we're gonna take a I'm second. Mute myself for a second. Yeah. Death, death by flatulence is is about to take out our our number two co-host. Andrew uh-huh. might get moved back up to the number two slot. Hey man, I'm ready. I'm ready. Give me the clipboard. <laughs> so you're saying you feel like Jim Montgomery isn't getting the respect? You're not saying he's being disrespected. I think there's a difference between the two. There is a okay. difference between the two. I don't think he's getting actively disrespected, but there is a there is a i guess a a um what's the word shit not that word either Mm -hmm. there is a kind of prevailing thought that especially among the analytics community and when and ian Ian appears to be back so i'll bring him into this conversation because (laughs) him and i talked about this that the bruins would be just as good with with any old coach Mm -hmm. Uh, Micah Blake McCurdy, a usually Liar. very what? No, this is nothing. Go on. No, what did you say? He lied. He's like flat out lying about stuff right. that he put out. Go ahead. Up. Go ahead. He he basically did this whole thing about how like the Jack Adams Award is stupid because it's a team award. You're right. It is a team award. Very often, the Jack Adams goes to the team that goes way beyond their expectations. That's how you win that award, and it's a team. All ward. The coach is the leader of the team. What is he so, in? Is leader. he part? He's part of the team. He's part <laughs> of the team. No, so basically, Mika, is that how you say it? Mika Blake McCurdy? Micah Blake McCurdy. Micah, Micah Blake McCurdy. He basically is going on this whole thread. He's not being a dick about it, but he's arguing. He kind of is. He kind of, well, no, no, hang on. He was being a douche because his whole, his whole, the crux of his entire argument is what wasn't even that, you know, Jim Montgomery. It wasn't even that Jim Montgomery's impact is being, is, is understated because this came from an article from Fluto that said, Fluto Shinzawa that said the Jack Adams is Montgomery's award to lose. Is that factual or not at this point? Factual. I mean, he's on pace for 140 points on the season. Come on. Yeah. His argument is that you could put is that you could put anybody in this position and they would be doing just as well. He said any average coach is yes. what his words were. Yes. Here's the problem. His predictions before the season, you can go back and look at. And he was like, <laughs> the Bruins are as good as I thought they are, except for they're getting much better goaltending. Say how it is. You were wrong about what the goaltender they would get is. That, mm-hmm. You were wrong about that. Yep. You predicted them to have 95 points on the season and third in the division. Buddy, you're off by 45 points in pacing right now. And you're going to say, <laughs> yeah, this is how I thought this team would perform. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
You thought this team would be number one in, well, sorry, number two in offense to the Buffalo Sabres. And oh, number God, one in, to begin with. And number one in defense far and away. Mm-hmm. Have the number one penalty kill and the number three power play or something like that. I think they're like up that. to two now. There you go. You thought our special teams would be top two, our offense would be top top two, our defense would be number one. All of that, and you predict us for ninety five points, fucker. Hmm. Are you serious? It's just it's he's. It, you can't make the argument now that it's it could be any old coach because when he made that prediction of those points and all that shit, we hired any old coach. Yeah. Who's now exceeding what you fucking thought it was going to be. Like, right. It's, you're making an idiot point. And yeah. his own charts prove him wrong because mm-hmm. he likes, all right, goals expect, expected goals is a great stat. It's a great stat, mm-hmm. but every stat has its flaw. Every single one. And it doesn't take into account something that I think is so fucking important. And this is going to be a little bit of a rant. And I'm sorry. That's why I brought it up. I wanted you to do this. Expected goals take a shooter's talent, right? And where they're shooting from on that ice and how often a goal is scored from that spot on the ice takes into account the shooter's talent typically. And that's where your expected goal percentage comes from. 30% of the time from the slot, it goes in. Mm -hmm. What it doesn't take into account is where the defense is. Mm-hmm. is where the goalie is. It's an expected goal from that spot. And one thing that every analyst is doing right now is they aren't understanding the reason expected goals are being surpassed so easily by some teams is because they're creating more space in the high danger areas. The Bruins are incredibly good at getting into the slot and having space to shoot it comfortably. It's not the same. If you give me Patrice Bergeron six feet out alone, it's not the same thing as Patrice Bergeron six feet out with two defenders pinching right on his dick. It's not the same percentage. It's counted as the same percentage as long as that shot makes it to the goalie. I just think that's a huge fucking difference. And the Bruins give themselves more time, more space in high danger areas. And the analysts will take this because... Micah's big thing was their expected goals is barely up from what Cassidy's system was. Yeah, but you know our actual goals, goals, goals is far and beyond away from it. You know why uh, their expected goals wasn't that far up from Cassidy's system? Because what expected goals does is it coagulates shot data and spits out the expected goals. And it doesn't matter how many expected goals you have, whether it's 50 shots or 30 shots. Right. Now, in Cassidy's system, you could have a night where you have two goals on 49 shots because Cassidy was was content with volume shooting. Sometimes that worked. Actually, a lot of times that worked. That's fine. But Montgomery's system, watch a game. Watch yeah. a game. If you watched a game, you would know that that, that your charts are not telling the whole story. It's, well, his charts prove his own point wrong because although the expected goal number didn't go up by much, but that's what he's going by. Charts, that's what he's going by. The expected know, goal number. I, yes, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. But the where the volume of the shots on his own charts, the volume of the shots are coming from higher danger areas this year. And mm-hmm. you would, you know what? I would agree with him if our shooting percentage was at like 14%. If it was mm-hmm. something like a team shooting percentage was 
way up there. Like the Seattle Kraken are at 13.2. They lead the league, right? The Bruins are at 10.6%. That's, like, that's average. Not, yeah. That's, that's a little bit above league average. That's a sustainable shooting percentage. Mm. And you're going to tell me that they're passing their expected goals just out of what? Olmark being really good? Fuck off. How many times has Olmark taken a shot on goal? Once. Well, no, he missed the net. <laughs> yeah, so it doesn't count as a shot on goal. Yeah, shot at goal. Shot at goal. Shot attempt. Look, I don't think this guy's a moron. I think he does a lot of good work for the analysts community for data in general. I think he's good at that. I think he really wanted to make a point and decided that, you know what? I can twist it this way if I really want to. And sounded like a fucking moron doing it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Just this idea of anybody in the analyst community discounting, flat out discounting. And it does kind of border on disrespect discounting what Montgomery has done for this team, both on the ice and as it turns out off the ice, we'll get to that too. Um, It's just, it's insulting. It's insulting to those of us who, you know, who avidly watch and understand, you know, there is a difference. There is a, there is a, the only person it's insulting to is Jim. That's what's really insulting to. Yeah. It's insulting to people who watch the game too. And it's like, cause it's like, it's like, are we, are we dumb? Do we, are we not seeing this? Are we seeing this correctly? Like, I know it's dumb. It's dumb. And this is why, this is why old school hockey fans hate stat guys. (laughs) Uh, What did, what did I tell you? hmm. Shut up, nerd. Shut up, nerd. (laughs) I love it. Like, we're shut up nerd in its purest form. Yeah, seriously. I <laughs> fucking love the data analyst community because I really enjoy it. I'll spend hours in front of a spreadsheet reading stuff that people way smarter than me have put together. Like I'm not uh, able to up, build nerd. these softwares and anything, but it's so fucking fun. But because I do that, I can also, and they can too, find the flaws in their numbers. Mm-hmm. Like there are flaws. There's no single stat. That just is far and beyond like, this is the stat. This is the one thing you go off of. Don't go off anything else. Yeah, there's and a expected, white whale in the analyst community for that. Expected goals is becoming that thing. Expected goals, expected goals against for goaltenders, even though I think that can be very misleading, especially in small sample sizes. Like, Goaltender analytics is still very raw. So raw. But people are living and dying by, well, Omar has 20 goals saved above expected this season. I'm like, yeah, he's been great. At 40 games, I'll tell you, yeah, that's probably the kind of performances he's putting on. But, but, when, it, we but were, when we were eight games into the season and Carter Hart had, like, 12 goals saved above expected, mm-hmm. no. No. And it, and also, that saved above, above expected is what leads people to believe that Olmark always sucked in Buffalo. Because that number was low because the team yeah. behind him, the team in front of him was fucking trash. Because it's not a perfect stat. It's all just, it's not perfect. All I know is that if you're above 500 against one of the most historically bad Buffalo Sabres teams in the, in years, you've done okay. Even though the analytics might not tell that story. Yeah. And you know what? Analytics are a great tool. The stats will say what they say, and they're a great they're a great jumping off point into understanding uh, understanding other things that go on the ice that maybe the eye test missed miss. But the analytics miss shit too. Yep. 
But all that aside, who is the Atlantic Division coach for the All-Star Game? I believe that's Jim Montgomery. What do you think, Thomas? Um, Let me look it up real quick. Okay, okay hang on. Go ahead and do that. Uh, it's Jim Montgomery. Oh, okay, nice. Good. Excellent. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. Very good. <laughs> so we're not saying he's getting slighted. It's just there are people who out there are literally saying, hey, this is the Bruins team we expected. There are a couple Nobody of Nobody fucking that- expected this team. Hold even on. Most, this is what's really funny. Not even this, Dom, who was higher, really highest funny. on the Bruins, expected this. The Jay Fresh projections had the Bruins almost at 130 points before the season started. No and shit. Jay Fresh was like, I have no fucking clue why this is. I remember that, actually. Yeah. You, you talked about that on the podcast before the season. And it was hilarious. And, and he, he went, was and, like, and he goes, okay, I made a slight adjustment to the model and it made, and it it made the Bruins more. higher. <laughs> Whatever. I give up. Mm-hmm. That's and his, his model was just like, we love the Bruins. Turns out his model is on to something. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> so he's the only one who gets to say, well, the model did say. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, oh, good, stuff. good stuff. But yeah, Jim Montgomery is the coach of the Atlantic Division. Congratulations. I mm-hmm. still, You cannot pay me to give a shit about the All-Star game. Honestly, but it's a nice honor. Any coach could probably just be the coach of the Atlantic Division. Ooh, any average ooh. coach. Oh, okay. So Thomas, <laughs> Paul Maurice. Ooh, I knew you were going to say it. Uh, maybe, maybe. <laughs> I don't we'll, think that's average. Maybe we could exclude exclude him. But yeah, I don't, th- I don't think that's fair. I don't think that's average. Mm-hmm. What is it? I mean, Paul Maurice is not average. That's yeah. below average. Yeah, that's the they're 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 struggling right now. Yeah, Look, that's a, you want yeah. you want to know how I can I can point out my level of respect for Jim Montgomery. Hmm. The f- only time in my lifetime that I've listened to spitting chiclets for more than five minutes was this week listening to the Jim Montgomery interview. Yep. I forgot I was listening to spitting chiclets listening to him. Mm-hmm. I, gotta say, it is, I used to love spitting chiclets. It's not my brand. I yeah. used to listen to him all the time, and I just fell off, and I just can't yeah. get back into it. I don't think they have a bad show. It's just not no. not for me, man. Just not yeah, for they, me. It's, they, it's, they have yeah. a shtick, and they do it very well. Yeah. We but have a shtick. We do it half-assed, mm-hmm. and we have seven people who listen, and <laughs> and here we are. Shout out to yeah. you seven. Thanks, what, are the, what are the real numbers on that, Thomas? I've always been curious. <laughs> yeah, we actually, it's funny. Me and Andrew actually have no idea how many people listen to this mm-hmm. at all. Like, mm-hmm. we do not know the numbers at all. It's a mystery. All right. It's Thomas doesn't even know. I honestly, what? I don't really pay that much attention. Every once in a while, I'll see like a, a, a random episode, like do way better than I thought it was going to. But, mm-hmm. but yeah, we've got a, we've got a good small core of listeners. Uh, there's just so many Bruins podcasts. Like, so the fact that anybody listens to this on a regular basis is, in and of itself, a fucking miracle. So, what are you doing here, God? Yeah, what are we? We're just talking into the void. Hey God, guys, this... thanks for listening. Yeah. Fuck, Jesus, this is sad right now. <laughs> now, now, I think we're actually coming up on a milestone. Milestone for uh, total downloads. A milestone. A milestone. Yeah, honestly, slip of the tongue, but I kind of like that. A milestone. We just hit a milestone. Mm-hmm. That's that sounds like a kidney stone that wasn't that hard to pass. I don't want to talk about kidney stones. Yeah, that sounds. Oh, let's not terrible. talk about that. Uh, <laughs> I will. I'm going to use this opportunity though by saying milestone to just shameless fucking plug real quick. Mm-hmm. The next video 
on low quality Bruins fan will be my 300th video. Jesus. Holy nice. fuck. That's a lot I of game just, reviews, man. That's a lot of videos. Dude. That's a that's lot. A, but, and you know what? When you say that, I'm I'm thinking less of the amount of episodes or videos. And I'm just thinking about the amount of time spent editing and critiquing your own self. I don't want to think about that. I Thank fucking you very much. hate editing the show. And I don't know if you guys even notice, I barely touch the episodes at this point unless we've got a shtick going on or mm. Andrew says the wrong thing and I need to cut it. <laughs> pretty much why is it always Andrew? Well, why is it always Andrew? That's a question for well, yourself. Let's be honest, Andrew. You know damn well for the first like 35 episodes, I had to go through and cut out your breathing and your in between fucking sentences and shit. <laughs> I had to do so much cleanup work to make him not sound like a dickhead. <laughs> I've gotten better. <laughs> you have. Honestly, I haven't done that in fucking Jesus. 40 episodes 50 episodes not in fucking jesus uh let's get back <laughs> nice. let's get back to the spit and chicklets interview body shall we mm -hmm. well i uh i listened and i took down notes um just in case you guys couldn't stand to listen to spit and chicklets <laughs> but first of all on like a personal note i could listen to jim montgomery talk all day he is a genuinely engaging human being mm -hmm. and he's got so many cool stories He's, he's, he's got some cool stories about him playing in Russia. So if, if you haven't listened to the Spit and Chicklets yeah. interview, go ahead and listen to it. A mm -hmm. um, couple of things, though, that really, caught, that really caught my ear. He said that it makes his job easier having eight or nine guys that should have a letter being on his team. And he mentioned, he mentioned uh, a name that I didn't expect to hear that he mentioned in the core, Matt Grizzlick. Yep. That was, I was, that was a cool nod. Yep. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. I know Grizzly gets a lot of shit, but I think his value to this team isn't fully seen on the ice all the time. Absolutely, one hundred percent. Ian, you have like a look on your face. Of, his style of play too doesn't lend itself to being like a fan favorite. Mm -hmm. In the same way, same thing with Cliffy. Yeah. The di yeah. the difference is, it's like it's it's a coin flip whether you fucking really like a player. I really like Matt Grizzly. Cliffy mm -hmm. pisses me off more often than not. This year's been a little bit different. Yeah. However typically his style of game you lend yourself to get criticized it takes right. balls to play the way that he plays yeah. for sure yeah. it takes balls to play a it play in the playoffs while your right shoulder is hanging off of a spaghetti strand correct yeah. mm -hmm. Ian, you kind of have a look on your face yeah i i had that look because i was thinking about the core and when the team is playing this well now there's a clear core sure but the lines blur Mm -hmm. Like I say, it becomes way less about your guys and more about, man, I don't, who am I knocking off the team right now? Like, yeah, there's a bottom six guy we could upgrade, yada, yada. But mm -hmm. it's it just the lines get real blurry when you're looking at the success this team has had. And you almost don't want to talk about the main guys because this has oh, been such I see a what team you're effort. I see what you're saying. I see what it's you're been saying. such a team effort. But there's a team effort and then you can extrapolate like the leaders of the mm -hmm. team yeah, you're not wrong by any the, one, the ones that that ones that lead from the front mm -hmm. yeah you're not and the wrong. fact that he included somebody like matt grizzlick in that was mm -hmm. i thought that was neat i thought that was cool i thought well, that was I've, a good who else has worn a letter this year i know we saw pasta with a letter on the other day. carlo carlo's yeah, had carlo a letter has. carlo is carlo is one of the unquestioned had a game early in the season i think he might have worn one i i, I like don't before, remember but before we got everybody back like before 
Marshawn uh, was or no? Well, Marshawn was basically. He here. did mention Lindholm uh, too, by the way. Yeah. yeah, 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 and and Carlo is very well respected in that room. You have to be to be the the players' association rep for the team. Yeah. So, so yeah. Carlo has vibes of like he's the smart younger brother that everybody's like, yeah, you can't really fuck with him. Right. Like it's that kind of thing where it's just like he he does what he does and and he's fine. Smart, yeah, exactly. Smart kid, smart hockey player. Mm-hmm. Has been using his body a little bit more in the last couple of weeks. I don't know if you guys have picked up on that, but I I've seen him delete. He's just some so people. smart when he uses his body, and that's what mm-hmm. I like to see. He's not yeah. flagrant with his body. He's mm-hmm. careful, and you know what? Maybe some of that's the injury history in the last couple of years. Yeah. But he's, it's he's adjusting. Smart and physical, and I like it. Yeah, it's adjusting. Um, let's see. Okay, can't take credit for Trent Frederick's resurgence. That said that the players in the room helped him work through a bad training camp. Mm-hmm. I thought that was interesting. I think he's lying. I think he's being very humble. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think so too. But I thought that was interesting. You got to put some shine back on the player. It's only going to sure, help. Sure, absolutely. You know I mean, mm-hmm. noticed that when he came in, that he had to simplify a lot with a, a simplify things with a lot of players, and mentioned DeBrusque specifically. Mm-hmm. Boston players are stupid. You heard it here first. Uh, all right. Uh, what? You said it. Not me. No, 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 no. I think this was more of a, a couple people didn't know their roles. Mm-hmm. I think it was more that. Hey, Jake, what do you want to do this season? I, I don't know, man. I'm just trying to stay on the team. What if you scored a bunch of goals? Holy shit. Can I do that? <laughs> <laughs> Am I? Hey Trent, you, Dad. <laughs> hey Trent, what do you what do you think you should do? I don't know. Shoot more. <laughs> All right, go ahead. And instead of Cassidy clipping his balls, fucking Montgomery went. You know what? I love that idea. Do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Shop. Yeah. I, yeah, I love. This is my favorite part. Learned how to be a better person from Patrice Bergeron. Wow. I mean, that's just just. I mean, duh. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my heart. My my heart i love it you gotta love it interviewed i found this interesting before he took the dallas job he interviewed with the following teams the rangers the panthers the flames and the sabers missed opportunity sabers yeah i feel like with how young the sabers were too before that yeah yeah kind of a little little bit of a yikes there Mm -hmm. yeah but we don't know how any of that would have actually panned out. Yeah, yeah because he's true. just an average coach. Yeah. Yeah. And he, you know, you could just put any old coach in there. Yeah. In any old city. Mm-hmm. And and yep. maybe maybe you end up being on pace for 140 fucking points. Maybe. 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 A couple yeah. things have to go your way, but maybe. Yeah, maybe. Learned a lot from his current coaching style through Craig Berube, which kind of grossed me out a little bit. But he he <laughs> went into he went into how Berube is a guy who will pick a player up or pick a coach up. He 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 says that he's so something he said that was interesting was that Berube coaches the coaches about as much as he coaches the players. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a really interesting tidbit, and. He also learned a lot through a coach benching him and making him an example in Russia and learning what happens when you lose a guy. I like that. He learned it from the other side. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. I, I, I'm not doing it any justice guys. If you 
take about maybe it's about 45 minutes. It's about two hours into the podcast. Jesus Christ. It's about a 45 minute interview. Go ahead and listen to it. There's a lot, a lot of nice, tid, a lot of good tidbits and a lot of funny stories. And the Chicklets boys, they, 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 they keep it, they, they keep it under wraps. Basically they keep the mm. shtick under wraps and they just kind of let them tell they, the stories. They, they get some personality out of them for sure. 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 Yeah. Which was, which was really nice to hear because I know he's a very quiet, like monotone dry mm-hmm. guy. Yeah. Uh, but he's so smart and he's, yeah. he just comes off as just a likable fucking guy. He really does. He really like, does. I, I want to know what he's going to be like when he's mad. Like I would, I almost want to see an ass beating on the Bruins at some point, just to hear him in the post game, get a little bit, get a little bit hot. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just to kind of feel out what it is, because I don't, I don't know what that's like, but I also think he might be smart enough to just do that behind closed doors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You get to really, yeah. yeah. You get to really figure out how, how, a, person does through adversity which mm-hmm. you know to be fair he's he's had his share of that yeah so we don't i don't but, know off the ice yeah yeah exactly for sure so but yeah but if you yeah, have I some mean, time character listen comes to across it. in this interview for sure I'm, i agree with you andrew mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i actually didn't even get the whole way through it but i need to because everything mm-hmm. that i heard was good i was listening at work so i didn't i didn't get everything out of it but yeah yeah ex- excellent job for the the chiclet boys uh I'm I'm sure all of your interviews are that good. <laughs> <laughs> I I I bet. <laughs> all right, love us some Monty. Mm-hmm. We do love us some Monty. Mm-hmm. Well, we go we, next. Boys? We took a dump a little bit on a on a Twitter personality earlier. Mm. The nerd. Nerd. Uh, up, nerd. Do we want to talk a little bit about Scott Wheeler? Nerd. Another nerd. To be fair, amongst the prospect prognosticators, he's probably the best one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but... dude, he wrote this article like he was literally 16. God, <laughs> it's a typo every third sentence. Like, Get into I, it, Ian. Go, go, go ahead. <laughs> I was so disappointed, not even by his ranking, but by like, I feel like I'm I was disappointed reading... by his ranking, too. <laughs> Dude, this kid had to go to summer school for 11th grade just to pass, and he had to write a fucking essay at the end of it, and this is what we got. Mm. Awful. Lee Sal, number one prospect in the system. No one's going to blink. Lori, number two. No one blinks. Poitras, number three. All right. Interesting, pick. Right. Interesting. Fine. Yeah. I, I haven't watched a lot of them. I'm going to let that go. Now, what's his brain? This, 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 this is where I started getting mad. Yeah. 22-year-old Lauco. Is our number four prospect? Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Bummer, right? Uh, right, real yeah. bummer. And Merkulov is right behind him. This is dumb for two reasons: one, Lauk goes ahead of Merkulov, and two, either of these guys are in the top five. Mm-hmm. Mm. Look, and that's coming not... from you, who's who's high on Merkulov. Yes, or I really least, love Merkulov. If and, and yeah, I shouldn't say high, but love him. You, you what mean. a I think he took a lot of names that he knows and just chucked them into the list. And I don't think he put the work in on this one. I really it, don't. It felt he like is, a blender lineup. It, yeah. Duran at number six. Fine. He's 20 years old. He just keeps succeeding wherever he goes. Like I get that mm-hmm. 23, 23 year old Kyle Kaiser, who can barely stay in the AHL right now is number seven. Do you know Brandon Boosie, the guy who's fucking annihilating the AHL right now? Mm-hmm. Not on the list. AHL all-star. Yeah. Yep. 
John Beecher at 21, sure. Brett Harrison at nine. That would be a top five guy for me right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, tre- Trevor Kuntar, I, I, number 10, I, fine. I really haven't watched much of him. Uh, Mirenberg, the guy we got from the Canucks at number 11. He definitely interests me as a prospect. I want to, yeah, I want to see neat. more of him to have him at number 11 and Ryan Mast on the list was a little weird to me. Yeah. Uh, Frederick Brunet, mm-hmm. number 12, not a bad guy. Jelvik, number 13. I thought he would be top 10. Mm-hmm. Ty Gallagher, number 14. Andrew's guy. Ah, uh, he's had a lot. He's had a better go of it the last few weeks, but not great not great and number 15 this might be the craziest one is 23 year old michael di pietro my latvian prince didn't make the list <laughs> what the fuck hmm. how do you not have long in this like what are we doing i will I- say that wheeler did have an addendum um, yeah, too. an addendum. He could have been instead of Di Pietro. Fuck off. Di Pietro, what are we doing? You want to talk about somebody who could barely stay in the AHL. God, He's damn. never going to make the Bruins roster, so how could Ever. you put him on this list? Ever. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. How, how can you put him over? If you don't think you're going to fucking bring him up. Lock Milas yeah. at least has a fucking chance. Yeah. A decent <laughs> chance. How do, you, how do you make this list to put Di Pietro at 15 and not even touch... Lochmilis, mm-hmm. how do you not even touch Boosie? Who is, by the way, I had to I had to read his goalie his goalie um, requirements. Mm-hmm. Boosie qualifies. Yeah. Yes, he how does. is he not in there? I don't know. Yeah. Do you think Bussy starts the All Star game? Um. Yeah. I, don't, I, don't I know do. Who else was picked? I haven't really looked. But yes, I do. Yeah. But isn't he like a top two goaltender in the AHL right now? He leads the. He leads. Um, I believe he leads in save percentage right now. Pretty good. Mm-hmm. And having Lauko number four is a joke. Look, yeah. I think Wheeler's good. I honestly do. I think this was a poorly written, very quickly scribbled together article in which he just took some names that he already knew and chucked them in there. Mm-hmm. He did That's say what- that he he did say this about Lockmelis after so- somebody called him out on the comments section. Mm-hmm. Stays with plays, shifty on cuts, cuts through holes, keeps his feet moving, good speed, that's above average, great instincts off the puck, including on the penalty kill. Finds ways to stay in the middle of the ice and is around the puck, puck a lot, always pushing pace. Not sure he's going to get an ELC ever. Yeah. What? I believe he gets an ELC. I'm just going to go out on a limb and I'm, yeah. I'm going to believe that. Mm-hmm. Just, just how do you say all of that? I mean, I'm not sure he's going to get an ELC. I, you put him over Di Pietro, who's yeah, never yeah. gonna who who might not see who might not see Providence yeah. this year. I don't I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. <laughs> not his best work. Not his best work. Very uh, bold and almost respectable choice to have uh, a sixth grader do his editing before. Getting- <laughs> yeah. God, it was so so many typos. I've seen that some of them have since gotten corrected, which is good because the athletics should be able to afford an editor. Mm-hmm. But, a uh, single it's editor just bananas just because like what did you type this on everything that you type including your goddamn cell phone corrects this shit for you yeah it will organize mm-hmm. your thoughts it will highlight when a sentence looks dumb <laughs> how does that, that being get, how does that get posted <laughs> to the biggest point of all of this not to just dunk on a guy who you know can't read he's uh, very good he's very good he's very good he's i cannot stress good. that enough he spends 
thousands of hours every year watching prospects for every team mm -hmm. dudes like, i i don't even understand how you could even have this much knowledge about our guys oh, like i'm being <laughs> way too critical here mm -hmm. because we're a fan of this team we spend all our time on this team being way too critical and i, I have nothing that. against him ranking us 30th by the way there it is that's yeah. exactly what i wanted to say yeah. 30th is fine by me anywhere between 27th and 31st i would have been like all right whatever great no Mm -hmm. that's just the honest truth about our prospect pools it's just we just don't have a lot of high-end guys in it we just don't mm -hmm. we have best players. case scenario guys yeah. yeah a lot of those i'll tell you what man if like you know like 94 percent of our prospects hit their ceiling <laughs> we're gonna be a 500 team yeah we're gonna we're gonna be mixy down the road hey man don't yeah. and don't forget luke toporowski still hasn't signed an nhl deal yeah Topo's definitely gonna get one i think mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. I will. I, we also need to get Laura on one next year. I think. Mm -hmm. um, what else is he going to do? Good, in, he's in a good college for that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. I, I don't think he's doing senior year uh, no. at Ohio. No that way. Makes sense to me. Fuck Ohio State. We do have to talk. I guess. We, yeah. We we mentioned the the boosty stuff. We got to talk about a guy who just got called up. Yeah. Hmm. Yep. He's going to make his NHL debut tonight. Yeah. Overwags, rip wags, rip wags. Yeah, you hate to see it. Yona Kompanen. Mm -hmm. How confident um, are you in that in that pronunciation? So here's the thing. Tia sent me a video of how to pronounce it. I listened to it an hour and a half ago, and it was close to that. She just said you have to pronounce both the O's and both the P's. Yona Kompanen. <laughs> Yeah, that's it. You nailed it, buddy. <laughs> mm -hmm. You have to say it with that amount of confidence, too. That's how we put it. Uh, First of all, too close to uh, Jonas Kempinen for my liking. <laughs> but, but he's going to be 4C. Mm -hmm. intriguing, you know, intriguing guy. You know who I think should have been called up for 4C roles? Yeah. Go my ahead. boy Merkula, what are we doing out yeah. here? <laughs> Give me a bone. Other than the 32-4-4 record in our guys littering all of the awards voting like like midway through the season. Other than those two things, you've given me nothing this season, Bruins. Mm -hmm. You've given me nothing. You are a spoiled <laughs> fucking Throw brat. me a bone. <laughs> you are a spoiled brat. <laughs> yeah, I'm a piece of shit. If Sweeney could just give Ian just a reason to watch. Yeah, that just would be fucking to watch. The next video is just gonna be low quality fans. <laughs> oh my god! Over under on uh, on Kopanen's, uh minutes tonight. Ooh, uh, I'll I'll do nine nine minutes thirty seconds. I will take less, and there's a beer bet right there. Yeah, all right. I will say I'll he doesn't it. even hit seven. Yeah, I'm I'm closer okay. to seven. Okay, so there's beer bet for for Saturday. But I I I personally like. Oh, we'll we'll get to that too. Mm -hmm. I personally love this call up. This is a guy. This is a kid that has worked his way from the second tier Finnish league, and he had one. He this guy had one year where in one one season he played second tier fin, Finnish league, first tier Liga, the ECHL, and the AHL. He's been around. He's a workhorse. I, I didn't see this one coming. Yeah. 
Like, I, you know what? It's a nice little nod. I said the same thing about Wags getting the Ducks game. We were like, give the guy a game. It's a fucking regular season game against the Ducks. Like, give the guy a game. Nah. That's fine. <laughs> but, like, sometimes when you have the chance to grab a young guy who might be part of this team in the future and chuck him up there, like, I just don't know why you take a guy that's like, this guy's not going to stick. And we know that. Well, he's had an outstanding season in Providence. He's their top penalty killer. He is, he's a very underrated playmaker over there. And also for, for everybody else who likes this sort of thing, he's got size. Mm -hmm. Six foot five, 215 pounds. Is he really that big? He's a big dude. He's a big boy. We call him a thickums. He's, we, we we don't, but. (laughs) I do. He's a thickums. I like him big. He's he's riding. I like him chunky. Fast with the wee there. For everybody. I mean, look, it's we, but like, it's we. There's no escape of that. Yeah. Well, I'm. I'm. I. I don't. I don't. If anybody asks, I don't know you. But <laughs> I. Lo- I do love this call up. Um, I don't know if he'll stick, but I think. I think it is a nice attaboy. Uh, I think this is what they wanted to do all along. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they just gave they they gave Wagner the call up to kind of pop the boys a little bit which can't say it didn't work. Mm-hmm. You could have said it a different way though. Pop mm-hmm. the boys. Pop the give the yeah, give the boys a pop. Give the boys a pop, Thomas. You just got to mm-hmm. give the boys a pop. That's apparently. Yep. <laughs> Thomas is, has no affect on his face whatsoever. One right thing now. I love to do to boys is pop them. Yeah, got to pop them. That was the worst way to say it. God damn. You figured out a worst way to say that. Great job. I'm so good at that shit. You really are. You really are. You're like a fucking savant. Mm -hmm. So yeah, no issue with this. Big kid. Penalty killer. No problem with it. It's going to be Foligno, Koppinen, no shick. I'm I'm not upset. I just would have really enjoyed, you know, Merkulov. I just really would have. I, I feel like I feel like it's going to happen at some point this year. Merkulov? It's going to be yeah, and and I feel like it's going to be the highlight of of Ian's season. And he's going to go. He's going to go like six minutes minus two. Yeah, like it's going to yeah. be a travesty. Yeah. Uh, and I'll have so much fun with it. He's going to be he's going to be sitting in the box for a game winner. <laughs> That's game. yep. To to lose the game is what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then we can all blame yeah. Ian and fucking get the pitchforks out and fucking drag him. Yeah. yeah. I love that. I love being public enemy. Just absolutely just tarred and feathered. Mm-hmm. Sorry, do buddy. To, uh, do we want to jump on predictions? Oh, like, do we have to at this point? <laughs> I feel like, yes. Uh, so Ian, on his heater, has now taken the lead. He's got six and a half. Is that yep. right? Yep. I'm, I'm in second place now with five and a half. Don't, uh, don't, Andrew, don't. where are you? I, I can't find you here. I, I'm, I'm scrolling I'm, down. I don't see it. I have been buried. Oh, at the go very bottom. bottom. Yeah, go to the very. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, go to the very. Go to the very bottom, and then if you could dig a few more feet, you might find me. Mm-hmm. There he is. Found him. Good. Good. good, good. Ian, since you won, you don't have to start. <laughs> since since I'm the host, I'm I'm not going to start. Oh my god. So who are we left with? Hold on, let me scroll down again. <laughs> god damn it. Oh, there we uh, Andrew, let's go ahead and kick it off with you. Tonight, 7 o'clock, we are back home after an arduous, dominant fucking road trip 
on the West Coast. We're bringing a West Coast team out East. Seattle Kraken. I really like what the Kraken are doing. Mm-hmm. Who doesn't? Yeah. Uh, really balanced scoring, goaltending that may or may not show up at any given night. Mm-hmm. Martin um, Jones, just like we've always thought, is becoming <laughs> the goaltender that he's meant to be. <laughs> Fuck that guy. You know, I forgot that Martin Jones took the starting spot, and that might change my original prediction. Because Grubauer has continued to be horrendous. Grubauer got the bag and fucked off, did yeah, he, he not? Did. Which, anyone who's saying pasta is gonna do that, can just stop. You're bumming me out, dude. It's not gonna happen that way. He's just not that kind of guy, either. Not that kind of guy. Um, I think it's gonna be... I think mm-hmm. it's gonna be a close game. Um, I want... It, it, Kraken are extremely balanced, and they can roll four lines at you. It's gonna be a tough one, but... 4-3 overtime. Uh, I thought you were going to say 4-2 and I was going to immediately be like, don't fucking do it. 4-3 dub is fine. I'll take mm-hmm. that. You know what's really cool about this? I have a 4-2 dub. Do you? <laughs> yeah, I do. do you have it in overtime, though? <laughs> no, I do not have a two-goal yeah. in overtime. <laughs> uh, I'm surprised that uh, he didn't get more shit from that on Twitter. Oh my god, 4-2 overtime dub. Just I couldn't believe I set that. Oh man. Good stuff. I'm Uh, pretty sure I wrote it down that way too and didn't didn't even bother to anyway, go on. So Bruins, uh is this their longest stretch of not playing this season? Like So far, yeah. It's at least tied for the longest stretch. Yeah, it feels like it's gotta be tied. I think either they come back and they're slow and sluggish and getting back to game speed. Or the more likely option, they come out hot as fuck and they're going to be going into the second period with like a 3-1 lead or something like that. Mm -hmm. I think this is a 4-1 dub. Okay. So we all have four goals. It's just Mm -hmm. a matter of what the Kraken decide to fucking roll out there. So Mm -hmm. uh, I think it's going to be a really good game. I really like what the Kraken do. I'm excited to see it. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. And and honestly, how many times have we played the fucking Kraken before? Like this is it's a new matchup. Mm-hmm. And it's a different team than it was last year. For sure. It's definitely a fucking different team than what they drafted. So, Matty Berniers is a beast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Seems like kind of a dick baby. But, <laughs> a dick baby. But he's a good player. Yeah. yeah. I'm not he's touching little, that one. He's a little bit of a dick baby. You're not touching the dick baby? Yeah. I'm not going to touch the dick baby. No. no. I mean, we've gone too far for Ian on this one. Yeah, that's that's, that's, line that's, that's the line. That's the line for you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ian, since you're not going to this game, I will start with you. Maple Leafs at Bruin on Saturday night. This is arguably the biggest game of the regular season to this point. Oh, this game fun. matters. Mm-hmm. You lost them once. Don't lose to them again. Mm-hmm. Like, don't. You're in your barn. Like, get this win. The Bruins get it done with a really well-fought 3-1 win. Oh, yes. That's what I like to see. Mm. Okay. Go ahead, Andrew. I am going to go a step further since we are going to this game. Thomas. Mm-hmm. Or nothing dub jesus christ i cannot 
I promise everyone listening to this, the second the Maple Leafs score, I'm punching him in the chest. Aim lower, bud. Aim lower. (laughs) If you can find it. (laughs) It's got to be in that general area. Like, we know. I'm pretty sure I have a full foot on Andrew to begin with, so I'm going to have to fucking squat down (laughs) as it is. For those that don't know, Thomas is 6'2. I am considerably not. Yeah. (laughs) Scientifically speaking, he is considerably not 6'2. Correct. (laughs) But yes, I promise everyone listening that Andrew will get punched. Mm-hmm. It's very likely to happen regardless. However, <laughs> um, like Ian, I think this is going to be a tough, hard-fought game. I'm feeling a 3-2 OT dub, and the reason I say OT is because I have to drive back from Boston that night uh, after the game to make it in time for some shit on Sunday back in Connecticut. So why wouldn't it go to overtime just to fuck up my schedule just a little bit more? <laughs> 3-2 overtime dub. That's real. That's real thought process there. I'm proud of that. Yeah, that's good. That's, it's, that's, that's good. It's just how it's just how it works. You guys are gonna have so much fucking fun. Oh, it's gonna be fucking oh, great. Be awesome. We need to discuss something about that game in a minute. But first, Bruins play the Flyers. Matinee game on Monday. I am not off from work, so that means that I will not be working for the second half of the day, but sitting at my desk to watch a four-one ass beating on behalf of the Bruins. There you go. The Bruins are not going to lose this matinee game. There's just no fucking way. Torts is uh, Torts is already at his breaking point over it there. It has been must-watch television. Yeah, every it's, single it's, time a microphone is put in his face. Yeah, it's been it's it, it, it's been better than I even expected, and we expected good. We expected real good shit. It's been better than when that. they asked him about players making the All Star game, and he basically said, "I don't give a fuck." I you didn't basically say that he said that. Yeah. <laughs> have you have you talked to any of their fans recently? They love torts. Yeah. They fucking love it. They're like this team is dog shit. This team is dog shit. Let's have this guy beat the piss out of him. Watching or he's the only thing worth watching on that team right now. Yeah, it really is. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, mentioning no Kevin no. Hayes though is a weird one. I don't even. Yeah, that was a choice. Was and it Tony D'Angelo? <laughs> That was that that was a that, that was a more understandable choice. Yeah. Um 3-1 dub. I think they kind of sleepwalk through this one a little bit, but they put the boots put the boots to him by the end. 3-1 dub. This game is going to have seven goals in it. It's going to be a 5-2 dub. Oh. I'm at work. I have no way to actually watch the game. I'm going to All try. of us are working this day. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to try to pull it up on the computer and put it in like a small screen to the side. And every time I look away, you know why there's seven goals? Every time I fucking look away, a goal is going to be scored. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's going to happen enough times for me to be furious about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. If but five, the nice thing is you'll be able to watch a replay pretty much the second you get home. Mm-hmm. It's true. Just, mm-hmm. just DVR your Bruins in two. It's the best fucking thing about Nesson. And then yeah. you can enjoy basically a highlight reel. There just you go. to watch seven goals within a two-hour fucking episode. <laughs> it's gonna That's be awesome. Love. I gotta say, it's so refreshing. The, the amount this team scores, it's so fun to cheer for goals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just so fun, and it's so fun to watch your team score. Ugh, what a refreshing fucking season this is. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's all knock on wood chicks uh yep. chicks dig the uh chicks dig the goals yeah 
So we've I'm all chips. got we've all got an undefeated week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Which would take us, our points to, to sixteen. Yeah. Seventeen. Seventeen. Yeah. Thank you, Andrew. <laughs> Love it. So uh Thomas, what's this uh what's this you got about the game on Saturday? Yeah, so I'm gonna drive up and I ask you Okay, well, what bar are we meeting up at? Because obviously we all want to get together. There's fucking four of us, and we're not all coming together. So we got to find a good fucking spot to, uh, you know, meet up, have some wings, have a couple of beers, something like that. And, folks, this motherfucker sends me an invite on open table to, like, a nice sit-down Italian restaurant. (laughs) Because the last (laughs) thing I want to fucking do is sit down and have a bland spaghetti dinner with your ass instead of I'm not going to drink wine before this game I need to come up catch a quick buzz at a bar eat some chicken wings and some greasy ass nachos and then go watch some hockey I don't want a napkin on my lap I want it all over my face or covering the fucking front of my hoodie that will be covered in grease counterpoint you can do that with you can do that with marinara sauce without a napkin on your shoulder that's fair but that just I don't know man I don't I don't know if that's if that's what's in my mind I'll put a poll up on on uh, on our Twitter to see which which our fans would rather see me do: <laughs> sit down and have have fucking <laughs> chicken parm, or Ooh, do love chicken parm. Chicken I do love great. Good I'm not chicken, chicken parm. I'm I'm knocking the 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 sit down. I don't want a violinist behind me when I'm sitting it's not there. That with, kind of Italian restaurant. Of okay, okay, okay. It's not you that look kind at of this Italian menu, restaurant. It looks fucking nice, dude. Like I'll take Grace there if it's you know BJ week or something. <laughs> I'm not she trying doesn't... to take I'm not trying to go there with the boys and drink a little bit of fucking some ports before I jump into this hockey game. <laughs> hey man, I get, get me all carved up. I'm piped up ready to go. Yeah. Oh, I'm not against carbs. I'm just mm-hmm. going to eat them inside the hockey game when I crush two pretzels and four hot dogs. <laughs> RIP your bank account. Yeah, seriously. Um, what bank account? Ian, which uh, would you rather do? Would you rather have, you know, like a couple of beers, sh- shooting shit at the bar with the boys, one of your fucking hockey sweaters hung over your shoulder and just fucking cheers and some, some Miller lights or whatever? Or would you like to sit down and s- surround yourself with Sounds okay, first of all, it's getting a little too sultry here, Tom. Yeah, you want to dial back? Light a couple of candles and just gaze into my eyes and say, Montgomery's doing a great job. Yeah, go bees. Go bees. <laughs> <laughs> no, look, you make a really solid argument. Yeah. Andrew, it might not be the vibe. It's, I, I think he makes a good point. I think he makes a good point. If it was like, the I don't, before I don't the want... game and I was coming up and we were like, all right, let's meet up, let's have some dinner. Yeah, I'm doing that. But I'm going to be frantically driving up there on a Saturday afternoon, up the Mass Pike, trying to find parking the best I can where I'm not going to get fucking assaulted by the the fee. And then I'm going to be rushing to a bar to try to drink as many as I can before I go into the game where I can probably only afford two to three beers if I take out a second mortgage on my house. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, but I don't want to like disagree with Andrew because he, he did this so earnestly. Like he sent the invite and it was really nice. And it was like a He's, really yeah. genuinely like really sweet thing. <laughs> and then Thomas immediately shits. I was, so chat. today, today, today uh, we hadn't heard from Thomas for a couple of days, which sometimes does happen. Thomas gets very busy at work. So I don't pay, pay any mind to it, but I just wanted to check in. I was like, Hey, did you get the invite? He goes, we'll talk about it on the podcast. <laughs> 
<laughs> dude he shit all over it like it was now i will say andrew was this your choice or was this the choice of our buddy so who's, who's so we we sort of collaborated and i was like i, I was like okay what kind of food what, what what kind of food do you guys want um what would be good and i said would you have italian no indian or thai just mm-hmm. not something that's gonna blow out your booty hole and i mean that's what i'm doing but not with thai food it's gonna be with hot dogs Mm-hmm. You're only gonna blow your booty hole at the TD Garden, yeah. and you know, <laughs> Daisy cuttering the toilets at mm-hmm. secondary mission, um, which you might do with you know with a belly full of pasta and garlic bread. Who knows? Well, I'll tell you what, man. If if I go there and I watch the Maple Leafs get a dub in our arena, and I'm stuck sitting in that chair with a belly full of eggplant rollatini, I'm gonna be so fucking pissed. He's going to throw up all over you. Absolutely. <laughs> He's Absolutely. already going to punch me in the chest the first goal that <laughs> uh, that uh, Almar gives up. So, I mean, what the hell? Yeah. What's, a, what's a little bit of puke? Yep. But that said, if we do get a shutout, I'll mm. put you up on my shoulders and carry you out there. I please don't yeah. do. I don't. <laughs> I'll hold That'd you up awesome. like the Stanley Cup and walk out of the building. Yeah. And I'll be perfectly sideways. <laughs> and I'll be perfectly stiff. I'll be perfectly. He'll hold me up, and I'll be perfectly stiff. And also, okay. I'll stay still. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, <laughs> Why does that Stanley Cup have a boner? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you guys are destroying oh, my life. We have voicemails. <laughs> Hey guys, uh, this is Matt Pinson calling, uh, first online calling, I guess. Anyway, I'm just calling following the Anaheim game and the uh, season debut of former Nesson 7 player award winner and Andrew's favorite player, Chris Wagner. Because I don't know how you can deny this guy anymore. I mean, he's an animal. He could almost single-handedly carrying us to a 7-1 win last night. So anyway, I just wanted to get uh, Andrew's thoughts on that. Also, uh, on a side note, I had a theory that ever since Andrew was banned off Twitter for interacting with too many trolls, um, he's been filling the void by doing the exact same thing in the Discord every day instead. <laughs> so anyway, love the time, guys. Keep it up. Take care. <laughs> first of all, first of all, Matt. <laughs> Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> uh, seriously speaking, um, not really. Like, I'm not as I'm, I'm not nearly as interacting with trolls. It's all good. It's mostly good faith discussion over there, which I absolutely love. I love your Discord, uh, Ian. It's yeah, you're the biggest troll in there. God, yeah, exactly. He asks people when something that he's like, "Hey, this is a player I really like and I defend." Anytime that player does something good, he asks other people who don't like that player just to try to dunk on them. Mm-hmm. It's the most annoying shit ever. I sit there and go, "Like, why does anyone like you on this channel?" <laughs> and then they reply, just ignore him all of you ignore Andrew. that's literally and what now I've that's probably that's probably going to happen yeah that was that was what i talked about andrew's presence on twitter for god knows how long <laughs> i've said this on the podcast before if andrew wasn't on this podcast i would never talk to andrew <laughs> would absolutely never talk to him andrew who's the guy you keep arguing with? beans is it beans we've become pretty good friends which is hilarious he's great he's a good dude yeah I we've become remember. pretty good friends he asked me about like about uh about migraine remedies uh, tonight yeah bean town talks dude yes in good faith fun guy fun yeah. guy you, yeah. you guys go at it though but nah it's all in good fun all uh, also with wagner look 
Not a huge fan, wasn't a huge fan of the call-up, understood why it happened. They called him up to, you know, get some morale for the boys. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that, I guess. But now that comp- competence up, I'm guessing this is what they wanted to do to begin with. Jambi Pot. Jambi. Tommy. Hey, it's Jambi Pot. Uh, three quick things. Well, two quick things and one not so quick thing. Number one, Ian, fuck you. Get a Ducks jersey, you lazy asshole. Number two, Ian, fuck you. You're totally right, and I hate it. This is exactly like every other Red Wing season I've seen for the last three years, and uh, I know there's injuries. I know it's a new coach, but man, is this hard to deal with. Number three, Andrew, bloody chill. Chris Wagner, okay. Look, I understand the frustration. Like, he just doesn't really fit an NHL roster, but hear me out. This is a very, very veteran Bruins team. If you take out Greer, who he's replacing, and uh, DeBrusque, who's on IR, on average, they've got like eight and a half years of NHL experience. The team does, on average. And I think the thinking is that instead of upsetting the apple cart and trying to bring a rookie, a, a very young kid, into this lineup of veterans, they want somebody who has played with the NHL Bruins for a considerable amount of time. And, and I think Wagner's that guy. So that's kind of the only way I can see this really making sense. Because uh, on on the merits, like I don't have another argument. But in terms of team cohesion and chemistry, maybe it just makes sense for a guy who's developed some serious hockey IQ over the course of eight nine years in the league. Maybe I don't know. Food for thought. Bees are killing it, making my Red Wings pain a little more uh, a little easier to take. I guess we'll say. Uh, salutations from Milwaukee. See y'all later. Two straight calls shitting on Andrew for his Wagner takes. There you go. Um, I heard, so I can, I heard the first Ian, fuck you, get a Ducks jersey. Totally right. Like, yes. The second Ian, fuck you, I didn't hear what that was actually said. Just, you're totally right and I hate it. This is exactly like every other Red Wing season. Okay. And what was the third point? Was that just shitting on shitting on Andrew? Love it. Okay. All right. All right. Well, well, the, the, the point was, shit, was shitting on my Wagner take, but then agreeing with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Jambi, I mean, <laughs> Jambi Pot, I accept your fuck yous and I appreciate them. I do need a Ducks jersey really badly. That skit was hilarious. I'll say it myself. I thought that was a really fun one. It was fun to make. Um, mm-hmm. The Red Wings are pretty damn disappointed right now. Mm -hmm. We've said this on this pod so many times. The league is better when the Red Wings are good. This was supposed to be the year they started climbing back to being good. And so far, really, really surprised to see them struggling as much as they are. What's going on between them and Verona right now? I don't want to know. I don't really want to get into that because that... Mm-hmm. That's a messy situation at best. Oh, see, do you think you think it has? Some, okay, all right, I get it. It could. It just could. It's not worth the speculation until yeah. he's yeah. healthy, healthy. You know. Understood. Andrew, do you know any other Red Wings fans besides Jambi Pop? Oh, I sure do. Uh, my old boss over at Lowe's, Mr. Yeah. Ryan. Yep. Here's a voicemail from him. Hell yeah. 
Hey boys, it's Ryan from New Hampshire. Uh, happy New Year. Congrats on your uh, my recent milestone. Uh, happy to say I have finished all of your prior episodes. Um, one thing I just want to bring up, uh, you kind of been dancing around it for a little while, but uh, season expectations, um, it's kind of Stanley Cup or bust at this point, isn't it? I mean, I don't really see any other finale. Uh, let me know what you think. Andrew, you suck, and I miss you. Have a good day, guys. Well, I miss you too, Ryan. I don't miss that place, but I miss you. So hope you're holding it down over there. I feel like Ryan's trying to jinx us a little bit there. Just saying Stanley Cup or bust. It's accurate though, as far as expectations go. There it is. Just there don't it is. ruin the, how fun the season is. Yeah, don't that. don't don't take away the ride. Yeah. Yeah. Like regular season hockey exists because hockey's fucking fun. Yeah. Well, otherwise, we would have 16 games of regular season and go well, right it also, the it exists to sell sponsorships and... Oh, it's a money-making scheme. We're all part yeah. of a pyramid scheme, but yeah, still. Awesome. Yeah. Otherwise, it'd just be it's a just really guy awesome who has tournament. ten thousand dollars on his walls, basically. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck me. Well, remember Gary Bettman says it's not a pyramid; it's a reverse funnel. Mm. <laughs> That's fair. Someone, someone funnel that money back to me, please. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll take one percent of the league proceeds. Just one. Dude, I would take a fraction. We would yeah. all take a fraction. Let's be honest. I would yeah. take one percent of one percent. Fuck. <laughs> Uh, but yeah um, I think it's important to stay in the moment and still enjoy what this team is doing Uh, but at the same time the expectations have gone from and we've seen this in real time and my two co-hosts would agree with this the expectations have gone from let's just make the playoffs to hey this team might have something Mm -hmm. to holy shit I haven't reached holy shit yet you haven't reached holy shit yet. I, no, I've, I'm I've, fucking with you, basically. I was gonna say, oh, I was every, gonna say you every there. every week. It's every week. I'm just like, I can't fucking believe this is happening right now. Yeah, yeah, it's just crazy. So it, it's 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 hard to not acknowledge it. It's not a, it's not an elephant in the room because that would imply that there's something there's something like you know wrong with it. But you got to acknowledge it at this point. It is kind of a cup or bust season, but you can still enjoy the ride. Mm-hmm. That's something that a lot of people... We also could have made the argument that it was cup or bust before the season just based on our desire to see Bergeron hoist one more. Mm-hmm. That is also true. That is also yeah. true. That's that's where my head's at. Mm-hmm. Uh, one more call. Hey, boys. What's going on? It's Zach calling in uh, today. Um, hope you all having a good week. I uh, just have a quick question for you guys. Um, so, obviously, you know, this is a little bit more generalized, not just to this season, but you look at some of the players um, that the Bruins brought in, the two that come to mind, Lindholm and Zaka, obviously not reaching their full potential with their respective teams before coming to Boston. And obviously they come here and they play really well. They're scoring points. They're great team chemistry. And I wanted to, to get your guys' thoughts on whether, whether or not you thought that was more of a, you know, they come into a new system and it's the system that's helping them do this or it's their own personal kind of motivation to play better you know they're in a better situation team-wise and then playoff-wise so they're more um and more likely to play better or want to play better 
Um, obviously, both guys had great seasons and, and, have, and have done a great job with this team, but I think both of them um, fall kind of in the same boat, but also in two different boats where they were in situations where they just weren't really in playoff positioning and didn't have a lot to, to motivate for, and now they're in a spot where they have all that. So I just want to get your guys' thoughts on whether or not you thought it was more you know, personal-based or um, and, and self-driven or if it was more of a, a team chemistry kind of brought into that point. But hope you all are having a good week, and uh, go Beast. I just want to say I love Zach's voicemails because it always almost summarizes the entire episode that we take an hour to roll out. <laughs> he always has Are like you saying we're long-winded? Thoughts. <laughs> yeah, right? He, he's just always like so succinct in his thoughts and, and always a great fucking call. Uh, Ian, I'll, I'll let you jump on that if you want to make some comments on his call. Yeah, I mean, what else can you say when the team's doing... Whatever the fuck they're doing, you nailed it, man. I mean, yep. the chemistry has been phenomenal, and I did, there's just nothing else to add. I don't even. Yeah. We're supposed to talk. <laughs> I, I don't know what to say. Well, yeah, no, just remember. Go ahead. With everything going on with the chemistry, they would be doing this with any other coach. Yep, that's true. <laughs> Very true. Yeah. Uh, before we go, I do have a DM because oh. our fans. Are coming from all angles this week. Much appreciated. Uh, I didn't even post that we were recording, so we got all these questions, and people are just kind of doing it on their own. Uh, I appreciate not having to ask. Uh, question for the pod uh, from at Boston Bruins, B A H S T I N Bruins mm-hmm. on Twitter. Question for the pod. First off, reverse retros. The new poos are unreal. But wouldn't you like to see the Bruins wear the gold ones once again, just like yes. they did back in the yes. day? Yes. Yeah. Hundred percent. Mm-hmm. Similar to how the Sabers brought back the black goat. Uh, did you, did, don't did you, you catch think the Bruins should do the same for the gold poos? First of all, not for the gold poos. Um, I think the white poos are a perfect balance. Don't fuck with those. I know you want to go. People want to go back to the gold poos of the '90s. I like the white poos. I don't like call, talking about different colored poos, but here we are. Bring back the golds of 2020, 2021. The gold reverse retros. Those were crisp. I loved those. Um, with the sabers with the goat head, did you guys catch uh, Rasmus Dalin's comment about about wearing them? No. He said they make us feel evil. Didn't they get <laughs> pumped that game too? No, they won. I, I swear, like the next game after he said that, they got absolutely annihilated. Uh, the next game after that, but they're five and zero in those jerseys. Oh yeah, well there you go. That's because they feel evil. Yeah, evil. They, they, that that is a that is a that is a twenty three year old. That is a twenty three year old. Yeah, that's <laughs> just quote. a twenty three year old. Yeah, thanks, <laughs> thanks, Rasmus. Yeah, right. <laughs> They lost 4-0 to the Flyers last week. Jesus yep. Christ. We yeah. feel evil. Yeah. Flyers are a fucking wagon. <laughs> yeah, they just beat the Caps. It's got three wheels and it's going downhill quick, but yeah. But it's moving. Yeah. And, and ignore the thoughts? flames. Don't worry about that. Yeah. Uh, Any closing thoughts, Ian? My closing thoughts are go bees. But mm-hmm. also, I hope you guys have a blast at the, um, the Leafs game. Mm-hmm. But that's gonna be fucking sick. I'm yep. excited. I'm not looking forward to getting punched in the stomach and puking all over. You're the getting at least seventy percent strength. Mm-hmm. At least. All right. Well, thank which, you. For... Which has killed lesser men. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, thank you for pulling back just a little bit. Yeah. 
Um, my final thoughts are, Thomas, I can't wait to see a game with you, bud. There we go. It's going to be a good one. And, uh, and Anthony and Jim. Yes. <laughs> good crowd. It's going to be a good crowd. Uh, I don't have any closing thoughts. I'll just say uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, follow us on Twitter at ShortShiftPod. Uh, follow their Discord over uh, for uh, for low-quality Bruins. Make yeah, sure buddy. you're subscribing that fucking channel. He's about to hit 300 videos. It's that's fucking that's sick, so honestly. Stupid. Oh my god. god. God bless you. No wonder I'm so tired. Relationship. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, right. Still have RIP. Yeah. Here's, here's to another 300 for you. Uh, but yeah, find us on Twitter. Hit the uh, the link in the profile, and you will find a link to Ian's channel. You'll find a link to our merch. You'll find other fucking links. I don't know what's there, but there is other. It's shit. a surprise. <laughs> Click them. See what happens. Yeah, Click them. Might be my OnlyFans. I don't fucking know. Yeah. No, 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 it's my OnlyFans. It's my turn this week. Oh, okay. Fair. I'm, so I'm hanging avoid, avoid the links, guys. Don't yeah, press maybe, any of the links. Yeah, maybe just just click on Ian. Just, yeah. just, just, or maybe we're disguising that and it's actually the link to Andrew's OnlyFans. I mean, mm-hmm. let's be honest. If one of the three of us was going to do an OnlyFans, it would probably be Ian. So uh, uh, you are actually. underestimating me, sir. Yeah, I will. I will show hole for money. I don't care. <laughs> And on that note, go be! Go be! Go be! Go be! Go be! Let's fly way up to the clouds Away from the maddening crowds we can sing in the glow of a star that I know of where lovers enjoy peace of mind. Let us leave the confusion and all this illusion behind. Just like birds of a feather, a rainbow together we'll find. Volare.